Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Cheryl Nasso. She's my coach. And we are here trying to lose 100 pounds by the 2023 CrossFit Games. So welcome, everybody. And if you've been following along with us, it is now time for me to turn it over to Cheryl because she gets to run the show. So you have been doing awesome. I think that your compliance this week has been really good. I think you really only had one day where your protein was pretty low, which was on Wednesday, uh, which those days are just going to happen sometimes by, you know, just whatever, if you've had a busier day. Um, but the cool thing is, is that what I, I really want you to know is that when it comes to having those low high days, it's not really a big deal because at the end of the day, we average out over the week and the day before you're a little higher. Um, however, I do think that for sometimes for the way we feel and the way we perform in our day, having some consistency is good, but I wanted to make sure that I pointed that out to you because you did a really good job this week with being consistent with everything, uh, for the most part. So, um, I know you had filled me in, but you can fill the audience in a little bit more about, obviously you've had, you know, I think your feedback in terms of nutrition is good, but there's been some other things that might be affecting the way you're feeling. Uh, in terms of getting some things in at your house. So why don't you go ahead and fill us in on that? So I have, um, for people who don't know, I've had the, this cough going on for a long time. And they thought I was allergic to my dog, which <laughs> may or may not be true. I don't know. But anyway, we've been trying to clean our house, deep clean our house, like pressure wash the outside. We had carpet scrubbed and cleaned. And then the next phase was we had all of our ductwork cleaned uh, on Monday. In the process of getting them cleaned, they found black mold in our ductwork. It's crazy. Which then, is very dangerous. Oh, yes. Yeah. There was um, uh, the whole thing just in the, so I live in a city, in, I live in a city inside of a city. Uh, it's called Tradition. And years ago, there was a thing um, in the new houses that were being built, something in the drywall. And a lot of the brand new townhomes, something happened with the drywall and they were all getting black mold and a lot of people were getting really, really, really sick. And they had to basically like tear down all of those houses that were built and, and like redo everything. So that's good that you were able to get everything cleaned out and get back to on track. Um, I know that the previous week you were like super high stress with work, couldn't make it to the gym. And correlation this week for you is that, um, and for anybody watching is the intensity, right? So I know you mentioned that when you're in your garage gym, that you don't tend to push as hard. Things are a little bit different. I did notice this week with you being back in the gym, that your weight starts to trickle back down again, pretty consistently. Uh, do you notice a difference in your soreness when you go to the gym versus when you're at home? Uh, I am still sore from Friday, but as you know, Friday was veterans day. And we did a, the veteran and it yeah. was, it, there's nothing in that workout that I am good at. For you guys, maybe it's, some uh, rowing, rowing, it, rowing was my rest. It's 11 rounds, run right? outside. Yeah. 11 rounds. It's 11 rounds. It is 11 rounds, a 400 meter run, uh, 11 dumbbell 
thrusters. I'm fine with the thruster. Dumbbell thrusters are not my friend. And yep. then 11 burpees. Do you find that when you do dumbbell thrusters for me, it gets my triceps so much worse than a barbell thruster. And I don't know if it's because I'm tight in my triceps and when I bring them down, but it always tears up my triceps for days is the dumbbell thruster. So, but that is probably a good, that's one of my favorite like hero workouts. Like that's a, a mental grind. It's a, it's a good one. I had forgotten about that workout. I've done it. I've done it a few times. It's a rough one. Well, um, one thing yeah. I definitely learned, which is something we've been talking about is my front rack mobility and my right arm is pretty good. I can hold that dumbbell really in a nice position with the back head resting on the, my left arm is where the problem is. Yeah. And it was, it was sliding forward on me. So I was really having to push my butt back to stay in the, the squat. Yep. And then as it went on, the coach said, Hey, can you maybe slide them back? Like on the, on your back, then it became a tricep extension at yep. the top. And yeah. So it no. got, it just got crazy. Yeah. That's a rough workout. And I'm really proud of you because that's, that's the stuff where people really get, you know, with CrossFit, they kind of get defeated, right? It's like, oh my God, I've got this big, long workout to do. And it's, it's really cool when you get done with those workouts, how good you feel, you know, were you the last one done? Well, a lot of people capped. Oh, did you cap? Yeah, I did cap. Okay. Well, that's cool. And then, and then I laid on the ground. Yeah. That's cool. You weren't the last one done. That's, that's a bit, that's the beauty of AMRAPs. You could, y'all yeah. done at the same time, but um, I was just curious about that. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, those workouts come up and they tend to avoid them. Um, so how are you feeling in terms of hunger? Uh, I was really, really hungry at the end of the week. Um, and definitely Friday that workout, um, that workout got a lot moving. Mm -hmm. I wanted to eat everything. Yeah. You're doing, um, a pretty good job so far that day. Your numbers were very low though. Considering, I mean, well, then again, you know, you logged, you yeah. know what, you logged some drinks though. So that's why. So yeah. that actually worked out fine because you were low, but I think you kind of compensated because, you know, we can kind of talk about logging alcohol. We'll talk a little bit about alcohol today, but, um, you know, with you having some drinks, it ended up probably working out pretty well. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. So it was father's weekend for me and my daughter. Um, the tradition is that you, she's 21 now that it's her senior year. You kind of celebrate that as a father and daughter and you go around to the bars at her college. Um, I have not been drinking as like my drinking has come way down uh, during this part of the journey. And um, I was really careful. Like I drank more seltzers, which are not really my, my thing, um, but they are like lower in calories and less. And at least you're getting some seltzer water in there, I guess. But um <laughs> I didn't want to drink, but I had to celebrate with my daughter because I knew that I was going to cramp up overnight because that is a problem. Drinking alcohol after that workout, I knew was a bad mix and it actually did happen. I yeah. cramped up overnight yeah. uh, and was miserable. Yeah. Well, and honestly, guys, so when it comes to drinking and stuff, like you said, you never drink. Like that's probably the first time I've seen alcohol in your, in your food journal in forever. But that was a special occasion, you know, like it's one thing when we're literally every night in order for us to feel normal that we have to like sit down and have a beer. 
that's completely different than, you know what, I'm with my daughter. It's been probably, I don't even know how long since I've seen a drink logged in your, in your nutrition journal. And for you to be able to enjoy that is totally fine. Um, so I wanted to kind of figure out if there was a way for me to, what is today? That would have been the 11th. Okay. Um, to share, because I think this is a good learning opportunity for people to see is that, um, you know, when we're logging alcohol, I think people think alcohol is carbs and it's not alcohol is not a carbohydrate. It is an alcohol. So we've got essentially, they call it the fourth macro, you know, every gram of, uh, carbs has four calories. Every gram of fat has nine calories. Every gram of protein has seven calories, but alcohol, um, I'm sorry, every gram of protein has four calories and alcohol, every gram has seven calories. So when we are accounting for alcohol in our budget, what we essentially have to do is know that we never want to pull those calories from our protein because our protein is essential, but we can operate by using the calories from our carbs or our fats to compensate for that alcohol uh, calories. So when we, whenever, and this is where people go wrong is that they look at their Trulies or their Seltzers or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, it's got zero carbs in it. But here's the deal. It says a hundred calories. And I'm like, if it has a hundred calories, it has to have calories. The, the, and it's only got three carbs. Those three carbs are only accounting for 12 of the calories. The other uh, 88 calories are alcohol and those have to be accounted for. So if a person's caloric budget is still within range, I don't go like obsessed about this as a coach. I think people get, some coaches go crazy about this. I'm like, okay, I know where he was at about, but I like to educate you that you might've been closer to like, let's just call it, let's see, 260, three, 570. So about 570 calories from alcohol would equal about... If you were to equate this to carbs, that would have been about 142 carbs. If you wanted to, you could also split it in half and do like half from carbs and half from fats. But I tell people this because these are the same people that are like, I can't eat all this food. Well, there's a, a person's whole carb intake in one night and you wouldn't have even known it, you know? So you did a great job. So that day you were really Realistically, you are probably at 175, call it plus 142, 175 plus 142. You're probably at about 300 carbs that day. No big deal. Like you still did absolutely fine. Um, so, but it does tank your recovery. And I think that the other thing is knowing that you felt like crap probably afterwards. You probably didn't feel great after doing a workout like uh, the veteran that day. I probably would have much rather you've been higher on carbs just to recover knowing that alcohol is also going to tank your recovery. So, um, but I think you did great this weekend. You have nothing to be feel guilty about. It wasn't like you were like, you know, crying and, you know, just wallowing in your sorrows and drinking alcohol. That would have been a different story. <laughs> so I feel, I feel confident with that. You're muted. You did it to me now. Yeah. I, yeah, I got to get better at that. Um, anyway, so here's the confession part that I need to talk about. Right. So, we had that night, I had to sleep on my daughter's couch uh, in a college apartment. And you know, those aren't the best couches in the world. So that didn't do good for my recovery at all. Got up um, Saturday morning. My daughter had nothing in the house for breakfast. So I had to go to McDonald's and get an egg McMuffin. I ate two of those. That was my breakfast. It actually, I kept it within the caloric range of my normal breakfast. I get home, um, 
stuff's going on. We're trying to get everything done. And by the end of the night, I had a thousand calories. I'd already eaten dinner and I was starving and I ordered pizza and I smashed pizza last night. And I think it was all the stress of everything from Friday night through yesterday, last night just hit its head and I had pizza. Was that last night or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It was last night. So you logged a quarter of a large pizza essentially, right? Yeah. I actually need to log that. It should have been more than that. Okay. So here's the deal. Yeah. I, you, you should confess, but it should have been half, but I'm, I'm happy with what you did. I'm going to be honest because here's the deal is, do you have any guilty feelings right now? No. Because I have not really done that in a Let's long time. So here's the deal. Where this goes wrong is that a lot of people have guilt and shame about enjoying food. And and they end up hiding it. Okay, I get this. I'll get uh, a person that logs a slice of Domino's pizza for dinner. One slice of Domino's pizza. Mind you, they may have had a protein shake logged and, uh, you know, like a, a, a cookie or something throughout the day. I know this person is hungry. They're not going to be eating just that. If you guys realize that food is okay. So even if you ate half the pizza and you were at, call it 26 or 2,700 calories yesterday, it's not the end of the world, Right. And this is the beauty of what we teach is that, no, do I want you eating pizza every single night? Do I want you drinking alcohol every single night? No, but every once in a while, a pizza and some drinks fits in with the plan. And you're going about your day, going right back on track with things, probably going to smash a workout tomorrow because you got all that freaking extra carbs in your body. So, you know, but like, that's the main thing is that if we realize that life is not about perfection. Now, if, if every single weekend, all of a sudden you're drinking beer and having pizza and we're seeing that your results aren't happening, we're going to have to say, Hey, uh, we got to dial things back in, which is the second piece of those types of foods is that for a lot of people, there's, there's not, I don't believe in food addiction in terms of like the foods being addictive. I think it's the triggering effect of the, the, the chemical responses that we get from our, you know, our tongue, our taste buds. But what I really think happens is there's these, these, they're called hyper palatable foods and it's not carbs. It's not fats. It's these foods that literally they're, they're amazing. Pizza is one of them. Sushi is another one, French fries, burgers, um, even like salty cured meats, those things that have a lot of flavor, a lot of fat, a lot of, of everything. They tend to be really easy to overindulge in. And the more we eat them, the more we want them because they do trigger those like feel good feelings. They taste good. Um, and as long as a person has good discipline, like you do, and you're like, every once in a while I can have pizza and move on. That's fine. Some people, it becomes almost like the gateway drug, which is where people associate it with food addiction is that they're like, Oh, I had that. Now I want it again. And it's just kind of watching that mindset for people a little bit. So, but I think you're in a good place. I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah. And I made sure it was good pizza. Like it was one of the top three in Columbus, uh, that my family loves and I enjoyed every bite of it. Yeah. Um, even, even better guys. So also a little bit of a learning, I get this all the time is, were you afraid to step on the scale this morning? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, no. Yeah, I. What did you expect? Um. Well, I did. I couldn't weigh myself yesterday because I was at my daughter's house. So it was going to be a two day thing. I thought I was going to be up a pound or two, honestly, with the alcohol and the pizza. Um, and what was the reality? It was actually down. It was down. So also another piece of this is talking to you guys about the importance of listening to biofeedback is did you crave and have or cave and have pizza last night? Your body was screaming to you because you likely undernourished yourself on Friday because you had alcohol and Saturday morning, your body was screaming for calories and nutrients. And this is also where people run into the problem of under eating and then it triggers them to overeat and they think that they're doing something wrong because they are like, why am I failing at this? Well, because you're under eating and your body is saying, Hey, I need calories. You are doing a really good job of not under eating. And yesterday your body was responding likely to under eating. It makes those foods look more exciting and more, more enjoyable. And it's harder to resist them because they are going to get your body recovered. You know, why do people like Matt Frazier, you know, eat, you know, smash burgers and fries and pizza and, and Snickers bars while they're competing because it's calories. It's just calories, 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 and they can't get enough calories in quick enough with, you know, uh, broccoli and chicken and rice. Now, if they ate that way every single day, yeah, they're going to start to get some inflammation markers going on, but short term, we need a quick dose of calories. Having a burger every once in a while is going to help with that recovery. Larry, don't get any ideas. I see you watching. <laughs> <laughs> Larry's notorious for weekend binges. Like he likes to eat on the weekends. So he's been doing good though. He's been doing really good. Um, anything to add on your weekend though? I mean, I think that that was, I think I'm honestly happy with your weekend. I think you still, your protein was a little bit low, but if you had that other, yeah, it probably wasn't so low because you had that other part of the pizza. Um, other learning curve for a lot of people is like McDonald's isn't the end of the world either. I'm going to be honest. If you guys are looking for places to eat on the go, uh, fast food restaurants are probably the easiest place accurate nutrition counts because I worked at a fast food restaurant for four years growing up. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, the managers of those stores are so stingy about food waste that everything is pretty accurately measured. Like when you're putting mayo on, they're like, don't you, you have a specific swipe that you have to do. And no, it's not a tablespoon, but they have a specific swipe. And you have a picture of how it should look, you know, so everything has to be portioned out specifically. So you will get a pretty accurate account for what you're getting um, there. And I think the egg McMuffins were probably one of the better options there. You know, you didn't pick the gravy and the biscuits and the, and the pancakes. And, and I even avoided the sausage because I know that is really high yeah. in fat. And, and so I went with the, the classic egg McMuffin with the little thin slice of ham Yep. And uh, yeah. yeah, they're 300 calories great. each. Perfect. I think you did great this week. Um, I think your your feedback is good. Your workouts look good. Um, what? How is your mobility going and what is your plan for this week? Anything coming up this week for you? So uh, this is going to be a weird week for me. Um, we're actually celebrating Thanksgiving with my family this Saturday. Um, so I'm traveling uh, to Pennsylvania to be with them. 
and um and yeah uh doing that and then but that's just one day that's not and and you've t- you taught me that last year it's one right. day i it's, i enjoy my day with my family and then back on it the next day perfect and that's fine cuz we're actually leaving the next day so i'll be traveling home and back to my regular routine awesome awesome and my my wife is actually traveling earlier than i am so it's actually just me here at the house which actually makes the nutrition part way easier got it so you're going to be home alone <laughs> this week on friday saturday thursday uh wednesday thursday friday oh gotcha all right so thanksgiving feast is on saturday so we should plan on probably podcasting either when you get back or beforehand just so we can kind of make sure people stay on track because i want to hear about your festivities and this is a great topic guys we're going into this is about the week where people are going to start to have um you know like friendsgivings and thanksgivings and and stuff at work and potlucks and you're absolutely right it's one meal and the most important thing is just because you're eating at a dinner party doesn't mean you have to smash a bunch of food like if you were able to fit half pizza into your normal routine, you can fit a nice dinner with your family in. And what I will write, remind people is, is to kind of party prioritize, right? So if this is like your special week dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, you have another one coming up next week. We can fit those in and sprinkle those in. Every single day doesn't need to become a, a Thanksgiving feast though. And I think that's where people kind of run into the issue is they have leftovers in the house and they don't want to, you know, they don't want them to go bad. Well, what is the difference? The money's already spent, whether it's in your body or not, it's already gone. So you don't feel like you have to eat everything just because it's leftover. So, but definitely if there's something that your mom makes that you want leftover, you better take it. So, and I believe your mom's probably, yeah. I think she's a pretty healthy cook, right? Your mom's a pretty healthy person. Right? Yeah. Most times basically what we're doing, we're not even doing the traditional Thanksgiving day. It's every member of my family got to pick one of their favorite foods that my mom makes. And she's just, it's going to be like a buffet of our favorite foods. Oh, that's so cool. So what did you pick? My mom makes homemade pizza. Oh, so you're going to, so that's pizza. my pick. Yeah. That's that's going to be quite interesting. Like, like a smorgasbord of food. It, it reminds yeah. me of, um, oh, this is going to be a funny story. This is totally not what's well, nutrition related, but not. So my grandfather, I know we were talking about some memories this morning is my grandfather. When we were growing up, my grandfather loves to cook. He's, he's, he taught me how to cook and I used to spend, all like every holiday in the kitchen with him. Um, but my grandfather was also notorious for not wanting to waste food. So what do you guys want to come over for dinner? Sure. we come over for dinner. We would literally have a Saturday buffet and it was literally leftovers from the entire week. So there would be like a pork chop and mashed potatoes. There'd be like chili. There'd be like meatloaf. There'd be macaroni and cheese. There'd be, I'm like, what is this? Like it's the leftovers from the week. we got to get rid of it. He would literally make a buffet of all the food he had made all week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, grandpa. So we, we, it was always a joke. We're like, how old is this? Is this from Monday or Saturday? Like, it was just always a funny joke. So it's all I was picturing yeah. in my head is like having like a pizza, but then having like fish and then having all these different, cra- and your mom's going to be going crazy next week trying to cook all that. So good for yeah. your mom. And the cool thing, the cool thing is not every, like my sister's favorite may not be even something I want to eat. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah it'll be, cool. it'll be fun. It'll be a fun little day. That'll be really fun. Well, good stuff. You're doing so well. Um, the, I think the good thing right now is that your numbers are consistent. And for those of you guys out there that kind of like worry about like macro tracking being complicated and all that, um, just so you know, Scott's never perfect on his macros. Never. 
I have never had a week where you were like at 275 carbs every single day. And that's why I'm not looking for precision with him. I'm watching trends. And I did think about making an adjustment today, but I honestly want to wait until Friday uh, because I want to see how his body responds to another week of being back in the gym. Uh, because that's really what I saw the change this week is when he get, when we when he went back into the gym, his weight starts to go back down again. So, but the consistency is there. And as, as long as you guys are doing this within a range and you're being consistent with your tracking, that's why for him this weekend, tracking everything was so important for me. I can use that data now and know if I have to make an adjustment, I know about how many calories he's taking in seven days a week, not just five. And that's really, really helpful. So um, great work, Scott. And like, that's just the other thing I wanted and, to kind of, and I'll be sure to put the other quarter pizza in from last night. Yeah, for sure. Do that. So awesome. Chicken crust pizza, Larry, I haven't seen that in your, uh, in your, um, in your food journal. I've been wondering, I'm like, what is this chicken crust pizza? I'm like, it's, he keeps, I keep seeing, I'm like, it's gotta be something that he's buying online. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I honestly, personally, uh, there is a really easy pizza dough recipe that I am going to make today. Actually. It's just like flour, Greek yogurt, some sea salt and baking soda. And I'm going to try it out today. So uh, that's going to that's gonna be my lunch today. So we'll see how it goes. Awesome. Right. Well, thank right. you so much, everyone. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Cheryl or myself on Instagram. Our handles are on the screen at Cheryl Nasso or at the Clydesdale CrossFitter. And with that, if you like what you heard, hit the like button, share, subscribe, hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes come out. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you like what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.